The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome to Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Join your host, who is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely Hyphen You and has 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power. And now, here is Gina Gardner, your host of Leadership for Life. Hello there and welcome to today's show. So lovely to see you or for you to be with me today. We've got a great theme today, which is, are you a dabbler or a thought leader? We're living at a time of humongous change where there is a, a real shift in consciousness where people who act with integrity, compassion and courage who are ready to step up and be leaders will find that there are most, the most amazing opportunities. But I want to spend the first part of this program talking about the patterns of behavior that you engage with. And then I've got a great guest for you today. Tiffany Youngwood is going to join us. She is an amazing lady who has her own podcast um, business and is really adept at helping people develop into really critical thought leaders. People who are going to make a difference and who are going to use their voice in order to help others make a difference too. But before she joins us, I just want you to think about the behaviours that you engage in. We all have patterns of behaviour and many people self-sabotage or maybe not as strong as self-sabotage but they engage in practices which keep them playing smaller than they have the capacity to do this is not a time for the faint-hearted this is a time for people to step up to recognize as they become more uh, consciously aware and that they understand that there is a shift in consciousness that they're going to be prepared to take action. It's not a time for people to dabble. It's not a time for people to play small. And one of the things that I've noticed with the many clients that I have worked with is that when we've started working together, one of the common themes really is that people have a sense that they are here on this earth to do something, but they, actually limit themselves you know what will people think if i stand up and step into my power and tell other people um what i think how would it be if i own my own power people will think that i'm ego driven or that i'm boastful when the reality is that when you own your genuine power it's not about you being more powerful than somebody else it's about you being differently powerful it is about you recognizing all of your strengths and celebrating them and looking for areas of development and being prepared to do something about it. You know, when I think of a dabbler, I think of a duck. 
and the way ducks dabble in the water that they there's not a consistent um big action there's lots and lots of little actions as they peck at the weed and so on and i've known many people who are dabblers and they come in many forms they're the, the dabblers that you know they they don't really throw their hat into the ring they just play at the edges they don't commit and one of the things that strikes me is life is not a spectator sport you know as we are creating this program we're in the middle of the olympics and if you look at the people who are now actually engaged the sportsmen and women in the olympics and in a, a week or so the para olympics there is nothing about the dabbler there they are people who have truly committed fully committed to become the best they can be in their sport and that's the sort of attitude that is so important for the leaders of tomorrow and the leaders of now really the other pattern of behavior that i've noticed lots and lots of people engaging in is they go on to the next bright shiny thing they start doing something and they're very excited and very gung-ho and life gets perhaps a little bit tricky and off they go and there's something else and then there's something else so they don't ever see things through and i want you to think about what are your patterns of behavior you know you've heard me talk so many times about becoming the journalist in your own life and becoming the journalist means really investigating how you turn up moment by moment day by day because there will be patterns of thoughts emotions actions and language that you engage in habitually some of them are serving you and some of them are not but what we need as we move into this new era are people who recognize that they are powerful beyond measure actually if they tune into their inner wisdom and into universal consciousness if they allow themselves to be the best version of themselves today and use that as a platform to be the best uh, version of them moving on i mean you've heard these themes many times from me and i make no apology for that because i believe it's so important but what do you think is a thought leader what's your view in terms of your purpose what value have you got in terms of experience expertise skill set um insights that would be of value to other people and one of the things that i've noticed from so many of the the leaders that i've worked with is that they don't recognize the value of who they are and what they can offer it's just what they do and that shows me that you know that they have reached a level of unconscious um competence and that i am sure that many of them if not all have something really valuable to offer other people even if it's at the level of the experience um that they have had in their lives nothing to do with business <coughs> And they have an insight that would save other people time or aggravation or frustration. But we're going to really delve into what is a thought leader and how do thought leaders not only um, become thought leaders, but 
how they can make a difference in the world, a positive difference. And so after the break, I'm going to introduce Tiffany Youngman to you and we're going to explore that theme. So don't go away. We'll see you in a very few minutes. Thank you. You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, live every Thursday 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Become the leader of your own life. Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment, provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-you.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for Leadership for Life VIP Day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-you.com. Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. Welcome back. Podcasting is something that's become incredibly popular over the last few years. And those people who want to use their voice to be heard, ignore podcasting at your peril. Now, my guest, Tiffany Youngren, has got great expertise. She runs an agency and she helps people use podcasts in the most positive way. Before I invite her to join us, I'm going to read you her bio. As you know, I always read the bios so I don't lose any of the richness. Tiffany Youngren is the founder of OMH Agency and the host of the podcast, Next Up Nation, where she provides coaching, strategies, and a profit platform to help podcasters with vision go from dabbling to dominating so that they can become preeminent thought leaders in their industries. She lives in Billings, Montana, USA, with her husband of 28 years and is often surrounded by her adult kids and grandkids. So without more ado, I'd like to welcome Tiffany Youngren. Gina, hello. Hi there, and thank you so much for joining me today. Really excited about the conversation we're going to have. Oh, of under course. A, thank you for the invitation. <laughs> oh, pleasure. Under a bit of pressure because you're an expert on podcasting. Oh, so uh, <laughs> before we get into your agency and what you do and how you help thought leaders, tell us 
how did you get into this? You know, what took you into this industry? We'd love to hear a bit of your story. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, as you know, I love podcasting, uh, not just the act of doing it. In fact, I'm reluctant about my own <laughs> podcast. I'm always testing, but I love helping other people really get out and get their message out. What you were talking about earlier just really resonated with me. When I was, when I was in my early 20s, I met my husband. Uh, I had grown up in a family of, you know, my dad was a mailman, my mom was an insurance agent, we, middle class, you know, latchkey kid in the 80s. Mm -hmm. And he's really normal, really, you know, awesome. Uh, but I, no one was not, you know, I didn't see the entrepreneurs in my life. Normal was, you know, you go to work, you hate your job, you know, home, <laughs> you know, and then you figure out how to cope with it, right? Then you escape as often as you yes. can. And that's what yeah. I thought was normal. And I married this man of aunt, who was in a family full of entrepreneurs. So we were real estate agents and started several businesses which uh, flourished. Some were awesome, you know, some were very successful and some crashed because, you know, for real, that's how it rolls. And it certainly does, yeah. <laughs> and so through the years, I was the marketer. I was the one who needed to put together the messaging and the communication. My husband's the brave one who can like get out there and talk to anybody and make those phone calls and he just makes magic happen. So we both had our really clear roles, but marketing really was my jam. That's what I did for myself. All my friends were entrepreneurs. So I was making WordPress websites for them for fun. You know, our businesses were successful. So I couldn't, I just, I didn't charge them at the time because it was like, you know, I'm doing fine. Like I, I wouldn't even know what to charge. And so through the years, that was kind of my role. Um, and then we, in 2008, the real estate crash, we were just crushed. I mean, we lost uh, over $6 million worth of assets and worked our way through that. So, you know, that's a long story in its own self. But the bottom line is, is we moved to Montana from what, well, we moved from Montana to Texas, Texas to Montana for family reasons. And when we got here, we had no jobs. We never thought we could buy a house again. And we ended up buying a house on Craigslist. <laughs> and, um, you know, we were working within no time. But of course, I was in marketing and development. Then I started my own company because I'm just not built for working for somebody else. So, yeah. so we got back to it. We got on our feet. We got back to it. And um, so I, I started my marketing agency in 2016 and from there in the great pivot of 2020, uh, I had, I had a couple coaches and they were both like, you know, you're so good at podcasting, you know, you know, you've got these systems that you're able to just do it like clockwork. You should share that with other people. Like you shouldn't just hog that you should, you know, everybody wants to podcast, everybody's at home, go help them. So you know, long story, that's how I got here. Um, and uh, I just, I absolutely love it. We're in real estate again, too, which is just a dream. It's also in my DNA. So I feel like I'm doing just all my favorite things uh, through podcasting and real estate. <laughs> you know, there's so much richness in your story. And I'd like to unpick a few things. Why do you think podcasting has become so powerful? 
You know, I think the biggest reason is that we're just kind of the boss of us. Like we get to get out and we get to share our story. And, you know, you watch these people who are on TV and they've got very successful television shows and they're podcasting. And I was watching a, a program and hearing them talk about their podcasts. And it just, that's what just stood out to me was they just get to go be them and people can listen or don't. And the way that it resonates with people, especially in a time where we're all, um, you know, we're kind of coming out of it, but we've just been craving connection. And mm -hmm. so to have these people who are normally on a pedestal, just say words that are real is we connect with that. And then guess what? We're at the same level. We can go out, grab a microphone. We're on, you know, I'm on Spotify, Joe Rogan's on Spotify, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of where YouTube was in the beginning mm -hmm. where you could just go out there and make your own show and whether you want something in particular out of it or not it's fulfilling and the action you think about in business rarely do we get the luxury of having something that we can do to grow our business where we actually enjoy it usually we're like oh crap i gotta make my phone calls <laughs> you know or or you know things like that but it's enjoyable and uh yet we're still growing our business so i i think it's I'm so grateful that more people are doing it and, and able to benefit from that. I, I think you're absolutely right. Um, there are people I've spoken to who said podcasts who know it's not for me. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's like public speaking and, you know, speaking into a camera is really difficult. And there are, you know, there is that element to it, learning to be comfortable in front of a camera and seeing yourself on camera. And of course, we're always more critical of ourselves than we <laughs> are of other people, aren't we? What makes a great podcast? Oh, gosh. Um, that's like, you know, what makes a great food. <laughs> you know, I feel like there's so many genres and so many, I mean, I, I have a Facebook group called podcast club and people share different podcasts that they like. And honestly, some of them, I'm like, I can't believe you podcast about that. That's so weird. And then they have <laughs> all these followers. And so ultimately I think what makes a really great podcast, if I were to make a decision <laughs> on that would be just being really clear about what you're doing it for. I have a really difficult time. I can listen to a lot of different kinds of podcasts. Um, I don't, even if I don't really love the topic, I can still enjoy mm -hmm. it if I feel like I get it, like I get where they're trying to yeah. go with this. So having that clear, and like what we've talked about in the past, the audience promise where this is why I'm doing a podcast. When you listen to it, this is what you're going to get. I, I appreciate that a lot in a podcast. Yeah. And one of the things that strikes me is that the podcasts that I listen to is the ones that really resonate with me is when I feel that people are being authentic, that they're not trying to be something that they're not. That doesn't mean to say then that you know people are being the best version of themselves, but they're not. Uh, you know, there are some podcasts which come across and and they don't feel um, as if we're seeing the real person. And yeah. I think when that person allows themselves to be truly who they are and they are passionate about their subject, then even if it's not a subject that I've been particularly drawn to, that their enthusiasm and their passion comes through. And as a result, I enjoy that. Mm, that's so true. So I'd like to explore the the principle of being a thought leader because it's a title that 
that has a real resonance to it. It's got a real vibrational energy, which, uh, and I love it, you know, that you are a thought leader. So what would your definition of a thought leader be? Gosh, that's such a good question. And I feel really on the spot, like I feel like I should have looked that up first or something because I have a friend who is the authority on becoming an authority. Like, and so I, I know that there's a lot of nuances, but I can tell you what it, it means to me. So and that's, that's actually, <laughs> and it's really, I think it's, it's important to say this to people who are watching, you know, we often assume that, that the question is asking for somebody else's authority. Mm -hmm. And what I'm really interested in is your authentic authority. I love that. What do you believe? Because that's the bit that's important to me mm -hmm. because I'm listening to you. And I think lots of people try to well, think that, that something, that what they have to say isn't as important. And I would disagree with that. Right. So I'd love that, to know your thoughts. Or that their friend who is the authority might be listening to this show. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. So there there's that. that. But having said that, I'm fine. Um, and in and I just want to bundle that too with just this idea of dabbling versus, um, you know, being a thought leader and this idea of, you know, we have, like you just said, we don't have to be like this one version of something. I think that some of the pitfalls we run into, number one is comparing ourselves. Like what I, what we just, you just saw happen. Like, um, you know, that like, I don't know as much about thought leadership, so I don't know if I should answer, but the, the fact of the matter is, is we're a community, right? And so the more that we're hearing feedback from different people, it just takes a, it does take amount of courage to be able to step out and say, okay, I'm going to tell you what I think about it, even though I might take some heat. And quite honestly, what happens is the more that you are a leader in any capacity, whether it's thought leadership, business leadership, you are out there and the arrows are pointed at you. And, um, and I think that that's a lot of times what makes people afraid to step out. But like you said earlier, we have an we have an obligation to the world, really, that we get out and say stuff. Because what if what we have to say, it's it's not just our story; it's the story that belongs on this yeah. world at this time. And so, with thought leadership, I, I you know you look at it at the two things. Number one is the thought part, where you you know hopefully you know, and that really separates podcasting, right? Like not everybody who's a podcaster is a thought leader. Thank no, goodness. Absolutely not. <laughs> Sometimes they're just talking about stuff. Like they're yeah. breaking down what thought leaders are saying, you know, but as a thought leader, you know, talking specifically to that, you know, we're taking things, we're thinking about it, right? So we're looking up when I'm talking about something, I've researched it, I've listened to other people about it, and I'm curating, really, but I'm stepping out there curating and leading. I'm and what's leading? It's like, well, I took one step forward and said, hey, I'll help in getting the bus going in that in this direction, you know. Yeah. Um so to so to me that's that's really what it's all about. And it's I when I I uh when we talked about talking about dabbling, I love it because I just don't feel like you can be a leader without stopping dabbling. And so all morning I've been thinking about this and the whole idea of burning the ships just kept coming to mind. And the, this idea that we have to let go of the security of 
being protected by not speaking out and taking that step and but having that comfort it's it, that option will make us step back again you know what i'm saying so it's really a matter of like it takes a great amount of courage and endurance really to be a leader doesn't it i think that's that's so true it's interesting because obviously in preparation for the show i was thinking about what makes a thought leader and i think for me there are a number of things one is that most people think habitually they don't actively consciously think mm -hmm. they go into those patterns and so a thought leader is somebody who steps out of that frame of that's how i've always done it that's how my thought is what and they probably don't even think about it because they give it no more thought than their nails growing or their hair growing and so that consciousness around the thoughts that they are thinking. And as you absolutely rightly say, leaders have to lead from the front. And in doing so, they have to step outside or away from the crowd. And of course, as human beings, we like to be part of the crowd. It's part of our hot wiring, isn't it? As mm -hmm. cavemen and women you know, knew that if they were not part of the community, that they wouldn't survive. But we need people who are brave enough to actually step outside and say, if we always do what we've always done, we're going to continuing, continue to get what we've got. And I look at the world and I think we need leaders to think fresh thoughts, to find a better way of doing things if we are to survive and thrive as a human race. And if the planet is to survive too. Mm. Yeah, that's so true. So I think the, the, for me, the, the difference between the dabble and the thought leader is that, that, that people are nailing their colors to the mast and saying, mm. this is what I stand for. This is what I'm working towards. This is my, my why. And if you know your why and you can articulate that to other people, then other people can engage with it. But if you don't, then nobody's going to know, are they? Exactly. Exactly. Well, it, ta it takes trust for people to follow. And it so does. they have to look and know that you have a vision for it. And that's probably why that makes podcasting, you know, the podcast better is that whole idea of going, I trust you with this time yeah. I'm about to give you. And the same with thought leadership. It's you're listening and you're like, it's like food in your brain. And so you have to trust that that person knows where they're going yes so you have to you have to go this is where i'm going otherwise nobody knows and then they no. don't have that security and so that capacity to communicate your vision the what your whether you're talking about your program or your business or your product or just your way of being having a, a platform to do that um you know we've never before had the opportunity to speak to people in the in all four corners of the world at the same time, um, at the press of a button. Yeah, it's crazy. I want, you know, I wonder what people, you know, a hundred years ago, fifty years ago, would think of that. You know, <laughs> it it wouldn't have se it would seem like science fiction, wouldn't it? It would have, yeah, for sure. So, when you're working with people, what do you find are the common themes that you need to talk to people about in order to help them move forward? Well, almost always 
it almost always comes down to two things. One is that vision, you know, having yeah. that promise. Like I am leading you and you can trust me that yeah. when you come here, this is where I'm taking you. Yeah. So that's the one thing. And the second thing is always getting the word out, you know, because, you know, if we don't somehow get it out to everybody, we're all alone leading, being brave and the five people behind us, you're just hoping are, you know, kind <laughs> you know and so so the other thing is promotion getting the show out into more more people's hands and so usually i, I have the same advice for that every time <laughs> I, you know as you know i when i do a consultation or i do the hot seat on our next step nation podcast i'll i'll break down you know here's some areas of opportunity and then i'm like okay if i'm the boss of the world you know if i could make you do one thing to grow your show in the next 30 days and always it comes down to those two three those two things yeah and isn't it interesting that you know for me the the, the issue is that people have to be proactive you you can't just sit back and expect it to happen as if by you know magic <laughs> um you do need to take consistent action to make it happen rather than the grand gesture people are very good at the grand gesture aren't they and then expecting it to well i've done it once so it should happen exactly <laughs> nothing happened i must be a failure and that that leads to to that whole endurance side of the leadership too and why people are afraid to really dig in or they get you know attracted to another shiny object is that our perception of what failure is is skewed and so if we don't get the type of success we expected within the time frame we expect it to come it's a failure we should just move on to the next thing yeah. and oh look that's got promise you know and and ultimately there's a saying that it takes 10 years to be an overnight success and i was researching from an uh the uh interview i'm doing later today and and she had a guest on her show that talked about the same thing. She's, you know, got a got an insurance company and was saying, you know, I've been I mean, she's hugely successful now, but she's like, I just I'm seven years in. I feel like I just turned the corner <laughs> and I'm feeling that success I've been working for. Uh, so I just think we need to kind of rewire ourselves to not give up, um, whether we're listening and taking advice from a podcast or whether we are being that thought leader and continuing down that path oh it's a great lesson for life isn't it you know that i always give the example of of dyson you know the guy who made the hoovers um, okay. or vacuum cleaners <laughs> um where, before he made his first saleable um vacuum cleaner he made all pretty well two thousand prototypes wow he's now a multi multi-millionaire you can find his vacuum cleaners all over the world. Uh, but if he'd given up at 1,999, he would not be the, the, the overnight success that he is now. Well, and beyond that, he would have left it thinking he failed again. Yeah. You know, yeah. because that's what happens to a lot of us is we'll quit at that 11th hour and go, oh, I failed again. There I go. And then that yeah. self you know, mindset's so important. So. Yes. That's it incredible. Is indeed. That's an incredible story. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Now you have an agency. So what is it that your agency actually does for people? What we do is I we help podcasters. Right now we've got a platform that we help podcasters with getting the best guests on 
autopilot. So as you know, you've been through my system. I have <laughs> it, indeed. It's something that I've been, honestly, it's what I've used for years. And I've, I've just developed, redeveloped it and improved it. And it's really become the crown jewel of the services that we provide. So I do help with coaching and things like that and uh, promotion, promotional um, consulting, as well as we've got some systems that we can help with. But right now, my number one thing, because I feel like the guests are the number one thing about podcasts. It's why I podcast. If I didn't meet people, I probably wouldn't podcast. Yeah. I don't need to hear myself talk. But, but I, I really love those relationships so much. And so if I, and, and also this whole idea of loving, I just have such a passion for anyone brave enough to do this thing. And so I wanna connect with more people. So getting to work with podcasters to get more guests on their show, to take that relationship beyond just that moment. Uh, so I've got a platform that, that shares exactly that, um, super simple. I don't even have an assistant who helps me with my booking. I just do, do it myself um, because, well, actually my system does it for me. <laughs> so so <laughs> that's what we it. do, we help podcast. And then I, you know, I invest in real estate, but really my agency, that's what we're all about is helping people brave enough to be thought leaders, uh, get out there and set sail. And you know, People listening to this, and I should think that there are, you know, there are many of the, our, our audience who are entrepreneurs and business people who perhaps haven't got a podcast and are thinking, oh, I should, I must, I need to, and thinking, oh, I don't know where to start. Um, and like any journey, it starts with the first step. So I think a really great way forward is to, uh, to contact you and to start doing things the, the, the right way uh, from step one. I've been doing radio shows now for a couple of years, and what I do now in terms of the backroom stuff is so different to when I first started. And mm. you know, you make lots of mistakes and um, and grow and learn from those. And podcasting is no different, is it? Absolutely, that's absolutely true. So, what equipment do people need? You know, <laughs> there'll be people saying, "Well, no, I can't do it. I haven't got the right equipment." What do they need? Well, ultimately you need a microphone and just start simple. Uh, a lot of times I think the biggest problem just drives me crazy. So honestly, if you would rather do it the way I'm going to tell you not to do it, you should not call me because really it just drives <laughs> me crazy. But people want to go in and they want to spend, they want it just right. Right. And they want to have this expensive equipment and all these things, but you don't do it like get a decent microphone so whatever you can afford get if you want to splurge that's what i would splurge on is the audio but from there you can you know like i know you use a really great recording platform but even if all you're doing is zoom or skype uh there are also audio social audio platforms that now are starting to record and making it easier to create an entire show like fireside and and clubhouse excuse me and clubhouse um, but just keep it simple because it's proof of concept. You, you were just talking about it where what your show is now is so different than mm. what it was before. So imagine putting thousands of dollars into it, which I've seen people do drives me crazy because a month later you can be like, ah, oh, I wish, you know, now that I know I've done it, I say do 10 episodes as simply as you can, but please do get a, a decent mic, but do as simply mm. as you can and, and attach yourself to somebody like, you're going to get more advice than you will ever. It's information overload. And I feel like if we have too many choices, we'll make none. A confused mind says no. And so 
take one person that resonates with you that you're like, I get this person when they talk, it makes sense. Uh, if you start to hear other advice that contradicts it, go back to that person and say, this is what this person's saying. Why do you choose that you do it that way? But find somebody that you trust that will take you on that journey because it's the making those adjustments that will make yeah. your, it'll, it'll just make your experience so much better and you're less likely to quit, quite honestly. It's such great advice. And one of the other things that I did before I started my own podcast is that I, um, I was guest on lots of podcasts and I learned how to do it well. And I learned, I don't want to do it like that. <laughs> That's um, great. And it, you know, in, not just in terms of the the program itself, but also in terms of the, you know, how um, how they treated me as a guest, what information I had, whether I was doing the the chasing up for uh, information and so on, and also it gave me an opportunity to be um, much more uh, relaxed in front mm -hmm. of the the camera and using a microphone. So that's another way to get started. But ultimately, whatever you do, you just have to in sometimes just take the plunge, don't you? And yes. just get going. Exactly. It's kind of like working out. You know, as soon as you hit record, it's too late to quit. <laughs> you <know? laughs> You're doing it. You're in it. So do something that just, you know, you know, or jumping into the pool, you know, if it's cold and you're like, I'm like that. I, I don't like being cold. But as soon as I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. So, um, so just girl after my heart doesn't like the cold, <laughs> and yet you live in Montana. It gets cold in Montana, doesn't it? Oh, it's it's yeah. It, it's it's a very rugged, rugged weather here. But yeah, but I, there's no better geography than where my family is. I, that's my saying. So. Well, we were supposed <laughs> to come to Montana last year as part of a holiday, which got oh. uh, which got cancelled because of COVID, and it, it was then brought forward to this year and it's been cancelled again but i'm going to get there it's on my bucket list oh so good i really want to i want to to do the northwestern states of america oh good um, well hit me up for sure <laughs> brilliant well look we're almost at the end of the time that we have together um one of the things that we always do is that as a, a proud member of b1g1 that's b1 uh give, buy one give one that I ask all of my guests to choose one of three projects um, for genuinely you to donate to on their behalf. And for every hundred listeners, we give a, a meal to somebody who is hungry. So please, if you're listening to this, please spread the word, get people to download, because the more downloads, the more people listening live, the more we are able to, uh, to donate to someone or to people to help them be um, to, to feel um, full rather than hungry when they go to bed. And if you're a business, it's a great way to give because they've organised it in such a way where um, it's easy to do. It doesn't have to cost you a, a huge amount of money. And all of the expenses of the of the charity that's running the project um, is done by a separate charity. So every penny donated goes towards one of the amazing projects and there are thousands around the world and you have chosen a project have you not i did i did the water for kids so um we are going to donate to provide life-saving water for children in tanzania you know it, it strikes me in 2021 that there are still millions of people who haven't got clean water where children are having to 
drink water full of bugs and disease that it is just not right. So a new 28 to 40 meter rope pump enables safe water to be extracted from a well more easily. It's less strenuous for the women and children who collect the water and it's protected from potentially polluted shallow aquifers. So you're going to help uh, improve the health of the children and the adults within the village where um, the rope well is going to be constructed. So thank you very much for that. And thank you so much for being my guest. Any pearl of wisdom to leave um, and where can people actually uh, reach you? Well, I think my pearl of wisdom is listen to Gina. I will say <laughs> oh, when I in, when I interviewed you, my my daughter actually helps me with a lot of the editing and pulling content, and she was just like enamored with oh, what you're saying. You. And she's she's a go getter, so um, I, I really appreciate the message that you're putting out there and everything. And as far as where people can find me, you can go to OMH Agency and uh, .com or anywhere on social media, that's usually my handle. Uh, and our podcast, Next Up Nation, if you're interested in podcasting, we've got a masterclass series as well as some hot seats where I dig into people's actual shows. They're brave enough like Gina to open up and be vulnerable and talk about that. Uh, so on all of the podcasting platforms, you can find us there. Thank you very much indeed. So a real big thank you for joining us today. All of your details will be in the show notes. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Don't go away. The show isn't finished. We've got a short break. I'll see you then. Thanks, Tiffany. Thanks, Gina. You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk4TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people, a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, live every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Become the leader of your own life. Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-you.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for a Leadership for Life VIP Day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-u.com. 
Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. Hi there. Great interview, and I want to pick up on some of the themes that came out of that interview. At the beginning, Tiffany talked about the fact that she um, had been part of a family where normal was that you got a job, which you hated, that you manage your life around trying to sustain that job, even though you hated it. And I want you to think about your life, and it could be your job, it could be your relationship, it could be where you live. And I want you to think about how well does it fit you? Are you happy? Are you contented that the job that you have, the relationship that you have, the way of living that you have is healthy and healthy in a holistic way, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually and financially? I was talking to somebody this morning and we were talking about um, people's financial situation. And I know there are many people who are struggling at the moment. And there are also many people who feel trapped in their job because, well, what would pay the mortgage? How would I manage if I, you know, if I gave up what I was doing? And I think that the first thing to do is to really audit where you are now. What's working in your life? what's not and if you're interested email me and i'll send you um, an audit life um, wheel that will help you identify um, how you need to focus on areas of your life which are giving you less satisfaction now you might turn around to me and say well you know i can't get past the finances it's interesting, you know, the principle that you can't actually be financially free if you have a mindset that means that you're struggling to pay your electricity bill. You can't be the illumination for other people unless you work on yourself first. I've worked with many people who um, have struggled financially, but when you look at the their mindset, their beliefs, their behaviours, they very often underpin debt they underpin lack if it's a relationship that is not satisfying you know you can i'm no doubt identify who your perfect partner is but are you a perfect partner because you can't change other people what you can do is change you you can change the way in which you operate you can change your beliefs change your uh, the way you speak change the way you act and that in turn will help change the way you feel. Now, there's no guarantee that it will change the other person, but there is no doubt if you start to uh, behave and react differently, that breaks that habitual pattern and allows them to then uh, to do things differently too. The life audit wheel is quite useful because it highlights the fact that unless you own balance unless within your life that you have a job, a relation, the relationships generally within, whether it's a special person with yourself first and foremost, with uh, your family, with your friends, with your colleagues, whether you have things in your life that fill your batteries up, things that give you great satisfaction and a sense of fun and opportunity, whether you have things in your life in terms of looking after your health, 
Um, the whole nine yards needs to be in balance, otherwise it's like trying to drive on a wheel that's got a puncture. And it's very clunky and very uncomfortable. But your life is your responsibility. If you don't do anything about it, then nobody's going to come knocking on your front door and say, I'm going to solve everything. You know, the, the, um, the fairy in Cinderella is not going to come in a wave her magic wand and you'll find yourself marrying the prince. You've got to take control of your life if you want your life to be different. Now, if you're satisfied and happy in your life, great. But if you're not, then rather than looking to other people to solve it, look to yourself. And the first thing to do is to look at what are your thoughts like? What are your, your actions like? What's your language like? Because you are generating the quality of your life. Now, does that mean that life isn't challenging? No, it doesn't. But even if life is challenging, you can still create the best possible opportunities for yourself in the way in which you operate. And there's lots of things to help you. Go to genuinely-you.com um, and you'll find lots of free resources. Join the free membership with genuinely-you.com. If you want um, some, uh, to have some intensive help, then go to ginagardenassociates.co.uk. There are lots of one and two day intensives that will help you. All of the programs that I have created, whether they are free or paid, and there's lots of both, are designed to help you take charge of your life. So become the thought leader of your life, the person whose thoughts are literally leading your life. You are the leader of your life if you choose to be, or you can let other people do it. And the whole purpose of this program, the whole why, is to help you become the leader of your own life. Please spread the word, get other people to listen to it, download it, watch it, because in doing so, you can give them the gift to become the leader of their own lives. I look forward to seeing you next week. Got a great guest next week. And we're going to be talking about menopause. And you might think that's just for women, but remember, men are working and living with women too. So find out about the impact of menopause and how you can thrive through that process. Half the population go through it and half the population um, are uh, involved in the sense that they know, love and work with women who are going through it. So be the leader of your life. Take care. Bye-bye now. You have been listening to The Leadership for Life with your host, Gina Gardner. Make sure you tune in to W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV next Thursday and every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for more Leadership for Life. If you missed any part of this episode or just want to hear or see it again, you can find the archive of the TV show on Talk 4 TV's YouTube channel and the podcast of The Leadership for Life on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you listen to your podcast.